Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Luke 15. Here's something the Lord, I've never preached this before from this, this story, but it's, the Lord spoke this to me for this day. And he said a certain man had two sons. And I know where you think I'm going, but I'm going totally opposite. And the younger of the one of them said to his father, Father, give me, give me the portion of goods that falleth from me. And he divided in them his living. And, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted substance with rightness living. When he had spent it all, when he spent it all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. He went and joined himself to a citizen of the country, and he sent him to his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave him to him where he could eat. And when he came to himself mentally, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and despair, and I perish with hunger? And I rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet great way off, his father saw him. Had compassion, ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Today I want to preach this thought that the Lord spoke to me. Thankfulness opens the gates. Why don't we be thankful for a little bit right now? Ain't he good? Father, we love you. We thank you for your spirit. We are already in the house. Thank you for your prayers. And the prayers we have prayed, there will be an answer. Thank you, Lord, for knowing tomorrow before he comes. You tell us not worry, but, God, we fight within ourselves, and we, but we know you are a God that can take care of it. We ask you to bless the precious saints of God. Bless them mentally, spiritually, Lord, in their life today, and bless them with the word of God. We love you, Lord. We plead the blood over this house and help me to do a job for you well. In Jesus' name, and everybody, shout amen unto him. You can be seated. Paul warned us of a time that we live in that would come be like before the coming of the Lord. He warned us of a time that we're living in right now would be, be like this before the coming of the Lord. In 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 2 gives us the word. He said, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. He said, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenants, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, and unthankful and unholy. Here is a list of destructive attitudes, Paul wrote, that, he would, that we would have uh, in the end time. And one of them is unthankful. Why is it that unthankfulness is a symptom of a sick and self-destructive society? 
Paul tells us how this becomes the way it becomes. He gives us a description how that we get here in our society. In Romans chapter 1, verse 20 and 21, he tells us, For in the visible things of him from the creation of the world also clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Then he says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts was darkened. Do you hear me? People do not acknowledge, Paul said. He said, when people do not acknowledge God and be thankful to him for what they have. We live, saint of God, where people, where people think only of themselves, young and old. I said, we only live in a time where it's about me and nobody else. They only think of themselves. We live in that period that Paul gives us a descriptive of attitudes that we're going to deal with before the coming of the Lord. And, but he tells us how that the heart of man gets there and becomes darkened because they're so unthankful for God and for what they have. Whatever you have, if you're blessed, it all comes from God. Let me say it again. Whatever you have, it comes from God. And you ought to be thankful for everything that you have because he blessed you with what you got. If you have a roof over your head, clothes on your back, food on the table, and a vehicle able to ride in, you ought to give him some honor and say, thank you, God. I woke up this morning with a roof on my head. I got to eat some food, Lord, and I put some clothes on my back. I got to be able to be in a vehicle I can ride to church. I'm thankful because you're the one who had me to have it, God. You allowed me to have it. Find out that too many young people are not thankful of all that God's given them. You see, it may not be the name brand. and You may be having to hitch a ride to where you go. You better hear me, I'm coming. But you got to be thankful to God for all that you have because it all comes from God. You need to be thankful for there for those that do things for you who make it possible for you to enjoy life, what you're enjoying because God blessed them and they're blessing you to enjoy the blessings you have. You're to thank God for everybody that picks you up, that takes you to a ball game. If it's grandma, grandpa, you don't know how hard they had to work to get that vehicle. You don't know how hard they had to get, put the gas in that vehicle or pay the insurance instead of getting a rotten attitude on yourself and get mad because you just, they displeased you. You ought to be giving God thanks for them having a ride to take you where you ought to go. You hear me now and you ought to be thankful when you sit out at that table and you're able to get beans and taters and cornbread. You ought to be thankful. Thank God I got beans, taters and cornbread. We ought to be thankful for what we have and you young people, you, you, you young people ain't thankful for nothing. Your day's coming. You better beware. Your day's coming. I'm thankful for everything I have. I'm thankful for everything I have. 
I'm thankful for the food on my table. I'm thankful for every bag of tomatoes somebody gives me. You better quit taking things for granted, boys. Young girls, grandma, mom, daddy take you to ball games. They bust their own time up events to take you. Follow me. That spirit is going to open up some judgments on you. You older ones alike, you ought to be thankful. Be thankful for everything we have. When some in the church bring me tomatoes, Sister Missy brought us some tomatoes. Other night I was cutting them up. I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Her and Brother John spent money. This is how I think. They spent money to buy them. They went out and worked in the, in the, in the yard and tilled the ground up and planted those tomatoes. They took care of those tomatoes. See, you ain't thinking logical, young people. You're just thinking about, I wish they'd hurry up and come get me. Well, why don't you get a job and buy you a car and put some gas in that car when you get there on time and should get an attitude about it? You nasty spirit. I thank God for them. Brother John, Sister Missy, going out and hoeing them and keeping them clean. You think I'm pulling your leg. This is how I live my life. Oh, I miss Brother Jay Forche. He kept me piled up with banana pepper. And sometime he'd slip a hot pepper in and knew it. And it was hot as Hades. And I could just see him giggling and laughing about it. But every time he sent me some, I thank God for everything I have, Brother Tony. Every, every piece of bread, every tomato, Come on, every cucumber, everything you have. Come on now. We got to be thankful because it all comes from God. You better hear me. They need to, you hear me? You need to be thankful for those that do things for you, that they had to work to get what they have to do it for you. Come on now. If God had not blessed them, you would not be doing what you're doing right now. They don't owe you nothing. They're doing it out of the goodness of their heart because God blessed them to do it. I said, God blessed them to do it. They don't owe you nothing. I don't owe my kids nothing. I don't owe my grandkids nothing. If I do it for them, Brother Jim, it's because I enjoy it and I love blessing them. And they, they gonna come to me and act like I owe them nothing. I don't owe them nothing. You hear me? You get this little stingy attitude. Your grandpa and grandma and dad and mama owes you something. You done died and gonna be, oh, go to hell is what you're going to do. They don't owe you nothing. Everything they got come from God Almighty. And I can tell you right now, they'll stand up and say, thank you, God, for the roof over my head. You wasn't there when they battled spirits, when they battled poverty, when they battled hard times, when they battled affliction, when they battled adversity to have what they have. I'm telling you, you got what you got because they fought the battle to have it and you ought to bend down and wash their feet and thank God for what they have. I'll tell you something right now. Those that are unthankful, you hear me? Paul said their hearts would be made dark. 
You can cause your life to be blessed by being thankful or cursed because of being unthankful. In the life of the king, Nebuchadnezzar, God warned the king about being prideful and unthankful. I warned you. In Daniel 4 and 25, he tells him, you better hear me, that thou shalt drive thee from me, and I'm going to drive you. Thy dwelling shall be as the beast of the field, and thou shalt make thee and eat grass as oxen, and thou will, 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 uh, shall wet thee. Listen, with the day of the dew of heaven, and seven times shalt thou pass over thee, till thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. God warned Nebuchadnezzar. He did not heed, the Bible said. Twelve months later, after a word comes to him, he sits down and begins to idolize all that he had and all of his worth. We live in a country that they think they're the smartest thinger than God. They're smarter than God. They think they're smarter than everybody else. But you, you don't, they don't realize that everything we have comes from him. Nebuchadnezzar said, he said, it's not this great Babylonian that I have built for the royal dwelling, but my mighty power and in thy honor of my majesty. He took credit himself for everything that he had dwelt and built, everything he had made. He took credit himself, become selfish. He was not thankful to God for all that God had allowed him to have. See, when you become unthankful, you think you can say, I don't have to go to church. I can lie to the pastor if I want to. I can be unfaithful. I don't have to do that. Oh, you got it all wrong, honey. You ain't lying to me. You lying to him. It ain't me that you're going to give an account to. It's going to be him. But I'm here to tell you, I don't take life for granted no more. My breath is given to me by God. Every step that I walk is given to me by God. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be doing this today. I walked in the, in the beautiful yesterday with Sister Darlene. A gentleman had seen me a long time. He said, man, you're walking well. How are you doing? I said, by the mercy and the grace of God, I'm doing this today. He said, it looked like you ain't been through nothing. I said, oh, I've been through it, but he's the one that blessed me through it and took me through it. I don't want to take credit for nothing. Oh, Brother Will makes you in good shape. Don't even go there with me. I'll tell you how I made it. It's by his mercy. Woo! And by his grace that I made it through. His hand of blessing come upon me and gave me the strength that I need. I'm here to tell a church today, we need to shake ourselves and become thankful for everything we have. It took him, he took credit himself because of not being thankful to God. It would darken your spirit. For that way, how not a few, few hours from, from then, as he did that, the prophecy was fulfilled in Nebuchadnezzar's life. He became a wild man, like a wild animal. He ate grass, his nails grew like the bird. But he, in time, the justice he went through turned his heart back to praising God. He suffered because he was unthankful. Are, are some of you awake? It brought him to the place to renew his thinking 
about what he had. I have what I have, not because of me, but because of him. Oh, he said, now I Nebuchadnezzar praise and extol the honor of the king of heaven and all who work are truth and his ways justice and those who walk in pride he is able to put down, he said. Oh, immediately he was brought to justice, but he began to recognize, I know why I'm where I'm at. I know the reason. I took credit for it myself, but I know now it's him. That one that blessed me and gave me what I have. I'm here to tell everybody in this house, we need to take a moment and give honor and give praise to God Almighty for everything that we have. You know what you ought to do? You ought to thank you for the healing that God's going to give you. You ought to thank you for the miracle, the blessing, and the open doors that God's going to give you. It all comes from him, not from us, but it comes from him. Yes, it does. You hear me now? Not being thankful to God opens up the spirit and life to the demonic activity to operate in your life. Psalms 107 and 1. Follow me. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Woo! Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. My God, if any of you have been redeemed from the hand of the enemy, you are to shout with a shout. Under God that deserves our praise. You saved me. You brought me through. You brought me out. I guess he ain't never done some of you. I'm here to tell you, I owe him everything. I owe him my praise. I owe him my thanks. He's been good to me. See, Psalms 104. Here we go. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You see, giving thanks unto God carries us into his courts. Courts is unto his presence. Thanksgiving opens the gates for us to go in. You see, when we come in here and we don't give him thanks, we don't feel nothing open up. But when we begin to thank him, it opens up. To have God's presence in your life, you got to be thankful to him. And for the every, for, listen to me, and for everything you have, we owe him thanks. Give God all the thanks. Let's go back to Luke. Luke 15. Read about the prodigal. Man, the Lord began to open my eyes the other day. The story of the prodigal son shows us selfishness, independence, and stubbornness. The man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Give me my portion of goods that belong to me. He, didn't, he said, Kill me unthankful for what his father had prepared to him. He demanded, give me 
You see, without his father, he would not have anything to be given. He had a rude attitude. Unthankful. See, some of you, I better slow down a minute. We're unthankful. He said, give me. Give me. Without his father, saints, he wouldn't have had anything. Some today are so unthankful for what the fathers and their mothers and their grandparents had prepared for them. They're so unthankful. All you hear is give me. Give me this. Give me that. Give. Are y'all hearing me? Give me this and give me that. They don't owe you nothing. Give that to me. He was rude, unkind, in effect upon his father. And the estate was little concerned to the prodigal. He didn't care about his his father's estate. He didn't care about his belongings. He didn't care about his father's possessions. All he cared about is give me my portion. Give me, give it to me. Rude and unthankful and unkind. All he wanted for himself, not thinking of, the, of, the, of being thankful for what his father was giving him. Not thinking how hard his father worked to manage what he had to give to him. Some of you don't even know what your parents went through to give you what you even got. All you think about is give me. You don't think about all the hell and the sickness and the storms and the adversities and the conflicts and the all nights you couldn't sleep and the ulcers and losing of hair and everything. You, you think you can laugh about it all you want, but you don't understand. You ain't seen the unseen battles. You ain't seen them have to sit down with a notebook and a piece of paper and a pen and a mathematical see how in the world are we going to get by. Uh, All all you grandkids and all you jerk the coattail of your grandparents, take me here, do this for me, give me this. Start smacking mine upside the head. Hold on to your horse right there. You need to understand how you're going to get what you got had got here. Oh, Pastor, yeah, you got it right. He stirred me up because I smelt the spirit this week. I'm here to tell you now, I don't want that spirit of the world to get in the church and cause the hearts of the youth to get dark. Come on. When I was raised, Brother Tony, when I was raised, every time my mom and dad gave me something, I said, thank you for it. I was appreciated for it. I was sincere. Never forget the first time my dad took me to the bank, said, I'm going to sign a note, help you get your first vehicle. And, man, I had tears running down my face. I said, I can't believe this. This is awesome. I hugged his neck. I kissed my mom and said, thank you, Mom. And my dad said, now, that first payment you miss, it's my truck. But now you take a car from some kid, they think you're an abusive I'd burn it to the ground before I give it back to you. But Paul warns us. He warns us. Don't let your heart become dark by being unthankful. But that prodigal son, was he didn't think about how hard his father worked to obtain what he had to give him. 
All you see is a house, vehicles, and the little blessings that money come from, and you think they're multimillionaires. You think they got all the money grows on trees somewhere. Yeah, you know I'm up in your world right now because God pointed me here. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen if you don't change your heart. And I'm going to prophesy what's going to happen if you don't change your heart today. I'm here to tell you, you better get up in the morning. And you better thank God for every breath you breathe, every step that you take, every piece of egg, bacon, biscuit, toast, jelly, oatmeal, shoot. You're to thank you, God, for that food I'm putting in my mouth because you are the ones who gave it to me. Oh, you grandkids and kids, you need to go to your mom and dad and say thank you for working hard and putting up with hell to bring me this income in, to give me what I got. You're to be thankful for them for working so hard. Oh, not thinking how hard it was. All he was concerned was that he got his part of goods, Brother Joel. I I want mine. All some are interested in is all that they can get. Not thinking about what it cost, one who's given it, what they went through. Am I right? I watched my dad work 75 and 80 hours a week. A week. Watch my mom work 50 and 60 hours a week. And everything they worked for, everything they had, we had, they worked hard for it. And not one time, Brother Jim, was I unthankful. I never forget. I missed that truck payment one time, Brother Barnes. And I was, you know, that's that's how some saints are. You get a little extra money in your pocket, it burns a stinking hole in it. Let's go somewhere, baby. I feel the beach calling us. I feel the mountains. I feel it. I feel, oh, I feel, I feel, go buy a horse. Let's go, let's go buy a boat. Yeah, I'm right. But sometimes he gives you that money like Joseph to put it up for seven years of famine coming. You talk about social security ain't retirement. Social security is just a benefit. You work to put money back for retirement. And I'm fighting the devil and everything else in the world to put back to where I'll have a retirement. And I'll tell you young people, I'll preach to you now to the day I get old or die. You better get a retirement. Don't live like everybody else is living now. And you ain't got to go every time that pocketbook gets a little full. You're getting quiet on me. I'm telling you, I'm preaching on you. That's why. I'm here to tell you now, we need to be thankful. That prodigal son, let me hurry up. It's got good stuff in it. He was so unthankful, Brother Barnes. The prodigal, the Bible said he leaves his father. He leaves his father. The prodigal goes into the world where he's never been before. He knows what he's doing. I know I ain't never been there, but I know what I'm doing. I 
Oh, I know, Dad. I just know I know. I know more than you. I know more than your mom and mom. Y'all just old gray-headed people. Y'all not as smart as I am. Before you think you know it all, you in your marriage, your finances, your career, you better sit down with somebody that's got some wisdom. And say, let me talk to you about it. Tell me about marriage. Tell me about my finances. Tell me about a job. I want to know. You know what? I'm not going to railroad track today. Hey! Hey! There's a train coming. Hey! You better sit down with somebody's got some knowledge, some wisdom of God in them. But he goes to a far country, somewhere he had never went. I hear it all the time. Yeah, I'm going to leave. I'm going somewhere. Oh, I'm going somewhere. Yeah, I'm going. I'm leaving. Really? Where are you going? I'm going way off there. You ain't got no sense. You ain't never been there. And the ones that's old and gray-headed been through multiple battles that's been there, that suffered those scars. You ain't even had a monthly car payment, house payment. Let's, let's just collect them. I just wasn't hit at all, Jesus. You got a car payment. You got insurance. You got upkeep. Guess what? That car's going to tear up. You got gas. You got groceries. That's what you eat. That's what your mom and dad buys is you ain't paying for right now. You're going to have to pay for it one day. You moocher. Come on. You got groceries. You got a house payment. You got light bill, water bill, insurance. If I got news for you, all that hugging and kissing don't make money to pay the bills. I told my wife the other day, I wish I could talk like I really want to talk. Some of you jump up and run out, but I'll tell you what, it'd do me good to tell it. You got all those bills coming in. And plus, not all that, the devil himself will enrage in your life. Beat on your mind. Try you with everything in the world. It ain't only that. It's the devil. He gets after you. He puts pressure on you. He sets you up. Come on, church. Everything else. Oh, I want kids. <laughs> I've had some of them in the church tell me, why didn't you choke me in the office when you talked to me? Why didn't you just kill me when I was in there? Oh, I want to be like mom and dad. I don't have a house, a car, and a bunch of kids. But here comes those kids. And them kids, they get sick. You got to buy clothes for the kids. You got to buy food for the kids. Oh, mom and dad does that for you? He got quiet, didn't he? Come on. It all comes in, does it not? But the but the plan is the devil. He knows you're in a place that you ain't never been. And he's doing everything he can to get you lost. Come on, get your soul. But the young man, the Bible said, took 
what he got from his father, went to a far country that he didn't have wisdom about, didn't talk to his dad about, didn't ask about, and guess what happened? He lost it all. He lost it all. I said he lost everything. He lost everything his father gave him. He lost his career. He lost his job. He lost his future. Come on, he lost it all. Why do I have to listen to y'all? Because the Bible calls me a watchman on the wall. See, some of you think if I can get away from mom and dad, I can do things. I can get out free of authority. That's your problem. You don't like authority. You don't want to be submissive to authority. I told y'all I smelt it out in the Holy Ghost. And it's here today. You hear me, boys. Before you run off and think you know it all and go to a far place, you better sit down with some wise people in this church. You hear me? You better sit down and say, I need to talk to you. Pastor, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. Brother David, David, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you, Brother Josh? Can I talk to you, Ma Dicey? Can I talk to you, Sister Lynn? Can I, can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? Girls, let me tell you something. Before anybody snatches you up and runs off with you, oh, I found me a man. I found, he loves me. You don't even know nothing about his mom and dad. You think you know. You think you know. You think you. You don't know him. You just met him. You just met him. Let me tell you something that blows my mind in this church. Let me tell all of you something. It is important who they marry. And let me tell you something. They better be filled with the Holy Ghost, establish there is one God. Come on. You better establish there's one faith, one battle. You better establish that because if they snatch you up and take you into a far land and convince you further, you're in jeopardy of losing your soul. It ain't all about kissing and loving. It ain't all about sweet dreams. Pastor, will you be? And I'll be before the throne. That's where I've been. Let me tell you something. Who's going to warn them if I don't? Do you? I've had a tremendous burden come on me this week. Tremendous burden. Now you listen. I'm, I'm going I'm to land the plane. And some says, thank God. Proverbs 4 and 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Wherefore, get wisdom. And with all getting, you'll get understanding. You hear me? He goes to a far country, brother. Joel, the Bible said he lives a, right, a rightness living. You know what rightness living is? Is a disorder. There's no order in his life. This is it. That which he was not thankful for, yet asked his father in a rude, selfish way. He goes and he spends it all. He knew it all. He knew it all. How to live in a far. I know it better than you, Dad. He had never done it before. I'll tell you something today as your shepherd, as a man of God. I'll tell you something about giving your children everything. I'm going to warn you. When they're unthankful, they'll lose it all. 
Tell all you girls and boys something. When I see a spirit of unfaithful on you, I can predict your end. You're going to end up in a messed up life. Your life's going to be so dis- out of order, it's going to be a chaos because you think everybody owes you something. Everything we have. Come on, Brother Roy. Every, 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 every potato. I'm going to say it again. Every tomato. Every okra. Every piece of fried chicken. You better quit sitting down and snarl your nose up at your mom and them and your, your grandparents ever who cooks for you and said, this ain't good. You'll eat it or you'll starve in my house. You hear me now? I learned a long time ago when my mama said it was good. Oh, I learned it was good. I learned that was some good stuff. I learned if I didn't eat it, I know some of you don't know what this is, but I'm going to explain. That's when she got that belt off and they bent me over and they whipped my tail. That's my tail right there. Some of you ain't never got it. That's what your problem is. You need a mammal zammer or one of my other grandmas in your life. You go out and get a switch, boy. You bring that switch in. Okay, come here. I'll do it. Quick, now go get another one. When you get the right one, I'll finish my job. Ain't that right, Brother Mike? Ain't that right? Lee never got a whooping up there. Amen. We all got whippings. We all got whippings, Brother Sweet. But it did me good. But I'm here to tell you, here's my burden. This is the way it's come. Your life will end up in disorder if you're not thankful. Come on, there was a day that he finds himself in a pig pen eating with the pigs. Before, before he was selfish and unthankful, I can tell the attitude of a young man, young girl, and they come to me. Well, I'm, I'm going here. You're so unthankful for what you have. Can I tell you something? I'm going to tell it anyway. When you got up this morning and the roof was over your head, I don't care if it was a mobile home, double wide. I don't care if it was a, 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 a room in a barn. I don't care if it was what house God bless you with. God put a roof over your head. Put a roof. If you met me and my wife, we first got married. I lived in a 10 by 40 mobile home. But Jim lived in one too. We thought we were rich, didn't we, Brother Jim? I was rich because I was content. Man, we had, my wife and I redid the whole thing, Brother Barnes. Yeah, you know, I, I grew up running around with you and said, Sheila, that's where I am now. I run around with y'all. I was thankful, Brother Josh. We redid the floors. The, the, we painted the room, sister. I wish they, one thing we wish we had back. Anybody seen them old, them uh, living, what, that table? Yeah, the tables in the kitchen, Yala, with Yala chairs. You remember them? It was Yoke Yala. Yoke Yala. I wish I had one today. It was Yoke Yala. Man, I was so weak. When somebody gave that to us, I thought, man, we bought a thousand dollar. 
I thought, oh, we are so thankful. The living room suit was gift to us. Oh, my God. The carpet come out of another place, a church, and they give it to us. And we cleaned it and put it in our home. You don't, you don't come and tell me I don't know how to be thankful. Vehicles I used to drive, man, some of them smoked like a Ford. It was a Ford. <laughs> and I, we just drive down the road. We so happy. And I'd see nicer vehicle. I go, man, I'd like to have that one day. God knows my heart. I tell the truth before God in the throne right now. Every time I see somebody, brother Pat, by Patterson, I say, bless them, Lord. I've been there. Bless him, Lord. I've been there. I'm thankful. You better be thankful for everything you have. I'll tell you something, look, Carson. That man right over yonder, and that gray-headed, beautiful lady, your grandma and grandpa. You need to be thankful for everything they do for you and your mama. You better be thankful. I don't care if he takes you fishing. And you outfishing, and he says outfish you. Said, I'm glad you outfished me, Papa. Give him credit anyway. Anybody hear me? You better be thankful. You not understand. You not understand the enjoyments that you your, your parents take you through and everything. Do you know they had to work for it? Did you know they went through battles to get that money? It would, they, didn't, they didn't have a tree in the backyard to go out there and say, well, I'm going to get this off because I'm going to go get it for my kids. They had to get up. There's nights they didn't sleep good. There's, spiritual, there's nights spiritually they went through mental battles. There's conflicts they, they went through between each other you don't even know. There's things that the job pressure you don't even know. They don't come home and tell you. You don't understand what they're going, even to bring the vehicle you come to church in. You don't understand what they had to go through. So every time you get this attitude, I, I, my God, you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing for me. Ho, 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 ho. They're doing a lot for you. If we don't get that spirit out, it's going to cause a dark spirit to come in the heart. I predict where you girls will be, you'll have a rottenness living. You will. You better be thankful. And what I would do today, I'd hug every who's neck and give them a kiss on their cheek and say, I'm so thankful for you. I'm telling you, Maud Dicey, when, when I begin to talk about this, the Lord of the day, I know I'm in the will of God today. I'll just put it that way. Maud Dicey, I said, Lord, I wish to have my mama here. I go up today and I go, man, you're so good to me. On Sundays, she cooked for 30 people at the house. Wouldn't y'all? Oh, y'all been there? She cooked. And I, I, just, I just hug her and kiss her. Thank you, Mom. Thank you. I kissed my dad. My dad, he didn't like that smoochy stuff, but as he got older, he liked, he liked me kissing on him. I grab and hug, kiss on his jaw. My brother, he get on one side, I lick his jaw on one side. Dad, my brother, boy, that's some good sugar, Danny. That old gold, too. He has some bling bling going on. 
he had to go. I said, man, Daddy, he, he loved it. I said, I thank you. The last words I got to tell my mom and dad. They bought me a watch. I walked into their home before they got killed. I hugged my mom. She was at the stove cooking some turnip greens. And I hugged her, a little short mom, and I kissed her. I said, thank you for my watch, mom. My dad come through the living room. What are you doing? I said, just going to come and say thank you. I went and hugged him. Sister Vicky kissed him on the jaw. I said, thank you, dad for that watch. I still have it. It's in the lockbox at the bank. I don't want nothing to happen to it. Thank you for, for what you do for me. Thank you. This is my mom's response. You're my pastor. I, oh, we honor you. That ain't what I wanted to hear. I just wanted to hear, you're my son. But I took it. But I got to thank them that last thing you better be faithful because it all comes from him boys you want your life blessed be thankful be thankful be thankful I didn't prophesy I didn't prophesy what's going to happen be thankful. Be thankful. Old folks, be thankful. Come on, be thankful. Lord, I thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the word of God. I know when you dropped this in my spirit, Lord, I knew, oh, Jesus, it's going to be heavy. But, Lord, I don't want their hearts to be darkened by the spirit of the world like it is now becomes so unthankful and that door becomes open to rottenness living Lord let them remember that the prodigal woke up in the midst of being unthankful said wait a minute I know why I'm here I need to go back home my daddy had more my dad has more for me he went back home with a repented heart because he saw what unthankfulness done for him. Father, open our hearts, open our minds, open our spirits today, Father, to be thankful for what we have, to be thankful for all that we have. Can we stand to our feet? He's a good God. Why don't we think? Why don't we talk to him just a second before we move forward? Come on, talk to him a minute, saints. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.